This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 211. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. During San Antonio Cocktail Conference, I talked to Nico Martini. This is really cool. I need to figure out how to do more of this. I like this industry. His company, Hypeworthy, does digital marketing, mostly for the hospitality and spirits industries. First, let's do a cocktail of the week. It's the Blood and Sand. Well, Johnny Walker uh, sent over a sample of this uh, new blend. It's called Johnny Walker's Blend Batch. Triple Grain American Oak Blended Scotch Whiskey, aged 10 years in American Oak. It's the first U.S. release in the new Experimental Blenders Batch series and has a limited availability. It's very rare to see the words grain whiskey on a bottle of scotch. Uh, also to have the word blended displayed so prominently. Consumers also often kind of blindly flock to single malt scotch and automatically assume there are better qualities than blended whiskeys. And while that's the case uh, often, Johnny Walker has of course built an an entire business on blended whiskeys and produces excellent products. And uh, so this is a good tasting whiskey and uh, it's a reasonable price point, about $30. And you can see my tasting notes on it on bartenderjourney.net slash tasting. It's somehow interesting to see them embrace the grain whiskey aspect. Uh, But let's put this nice whiskey to work in a cocktail. So like I said, it's the blood and sand, which uh, some people make it equal parts. I think we're going to do slightly more uh, whiskey. So we'll do one ounce blended scotch whiskey. We'll use our Johnny Walker blend here. We'll use three quarters ounce sweet vermouth, three quarters ounce cherry herring, and one ounce of freshly squeezed orange juice, preferably blood orange if you can get it. It's called the Blood and Sand Cocktail, right? Let's use that yummy blood orange juice if we can. Uh, it's so good, and it's, it's kind of in season right now. So we'll shake and strain that into a chilled coupe glass and uh, express the oils from an orange twist over the top. There you go, Blood and Sand Cocktail. Next book of the week. It's been way too long since we talked about this book, and... Uh, you know, I want to bring it back up in case you're new to the show or uh, maybe you started at the end of the show and work your way backwards or whatever. But anyway, the bar book uh, we've talked about before, the bar book Elements of Cocktail Technique by Jeffrey Morgenthaler. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I've done everything <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> What's just funny, these, these kind of myths that are passed down, you know, from bartender to bartender, that's how, that's how training typically works is... You know, you've been doing it for a long time, and so you just you train somebody else. And most of the time, it was passed down from the person before them, and the person before them, and the person before them. And nobody bothers to like sort of try to find the truth. Yeah, try to challenge the norm. Yeah. So I, I figure it's kind of my duty, you know, since I've done all this work to to actually figure out. Um, what the truth is, and I, I feel like it's my duty to kind of like pass it along to the people. Mr. Morgan Thaler was our guest on show number 113, and I'll try to remember to put a link up to that on bartenderjourney.net on the show notes that go along with this show. It's definitely worth a listen. Whenever somebody asks me what book would you recommend, I immediately say, Bar Book. This book has everything you need as far as technique goes. So, really, get this book and read it from cover to cover. It has a section. Here's one section called How Ice Behaves. I love that. Morgenthaler says in the book, we say that ice is to the bartender as fire is to the chef. That's pretty cool. So I hope you go to bartenderjourney.net and find the posting that goes along with this show, number 211, and order the book, The Bar Book, 
There's an Amazon link on bartenderjourney.net. Every time you use one of those Amazon links on bartenderjourney.net, you help out the show a little bit, whether you buy that product or something else in that sort of session after clicking through from bartenderjourney.net. You help out the show just a little bit. It doesn't cost you any extra. Hey, let's get you involved with Bartender Journey. I'm really interested to know more about you. I'm starting something here, and uh, it seems we have a mixture of professional and aspiring bartenders and cocktail and spirit enthusiasts who listen to this show, which is very cool. Which one are you? If you record your answer to that question, maybe I'll use it on the show, and it'll help us uh, see see who's listening to the show, get you know some demographics here, and figure out who's listening. So uh, actually, I have one already. Fabiana from Boston wrote me with a question about something else, and I asked if she would be our guinea pig for this new program, and very awesomely, she got back to me right away. Hey guys, my name is Fabiana, and I'm a big fan of the Bartender Journey podcast. Um, So I would consider myself a cocktail enthusiast. I've always enjoyed going to bars, the atmosphere of bars, and I thought, well, what would it be like to work in one? So I went to bartending school to get a taste of what it's like, and I really enjoyed it, and it got me really excited, and suddenly all I wanted to do was learn more about booze and learn more about cocktails, and that's how I discovered the Bartender Journey podcast. I just searched in iTunes for a podcast about bartending or um, mixology, and this was the first one that came up, and I have not been disappointed. Pointed. It's been, you know, really exciting to listen to the podcast, and I love that there are recipes in every episode. I love that there are books recommended in every episode. Listening to the podcast was how I found the complete cocktail manual, Lou Bustamante's book. I'm a big fan. It's definitely helping me in my prep because I do want to apply to a bar and be able to work there at some point. I live in Boston, so that's good for me because there are plenty of bars in this town. In terms of suggestions for the podcast, I would just say please keep listing the resources and all those things are so useful. The videos, the people I can look up, the articles, um, you know, the books. It's a big help. Um, and keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's an awesome podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you, Fabiana. Now, here's the questions. Which best describes you? Working bartender, barback, aspiring bartender, cocktail enthusiast, spirit enthusiast, or other? If you're a working bartender, how many years experience? How did you discover Bartender Journey? Where in the world are you? Do you have any suggestions for the Bartender Journey podcast or subject, subjects you'd like covered or questions you'd like answered on the show? Well, I have all that uh, listed out, and uh, you don't have to remember all that. You just go to bartenderjourney.net slash survey, and you'll have all the questions there. And I hope you'll record your answer. Uh, you can do it on your on your phone. Just uh, use like a voice recording app and hold the phone up to your face like you're making a phone call and record uh, your answers to those questions. And again, you can find that list at bar- bartenderjourney.net slash survey. Remember, go to bartenderjourney.net slash survey for that list of questions. Record your answers on the phone and email it to me at brian at bartenderjourney.net. And you might hear yourself on the show. Don't worry if you mess up. Just start over and keep going. I'll edit it to make you sound good. If you prefer to answer in text form, there's a link to a survey form on that. Well, the survey is right there. All you have to do is uh, put your answers in in the survey. But I'd really like to to have you record your answers and email it to me at brian at bartenderjourney.net and uh, maybe we can use it in the show. All right, let's talk to Nico Martini. Well, you're you're a bit of a you've done some podcasting yourself, haven't you? Yeah, I, I <laughs> used to be I used to be the host of the Cocktail Enthusiast podcast until I don't know. It just sort of dissolved and we were like 
we're really busy. This is fun, but it's a lot of work. A lot, it's a lot of work. It is. It is a lot of work. It was fun while we did it. Who knows? Maybe we'll do it again. But yeah, yeah, that was a great show. I was. I was just listening this morning to the one where you guys were uh, drinking out of a, a whiskey, a, a, a cup that was made out of wood to age your whiskey, and you're yeah. like, <laughs> yes, yes, this is hysterical. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, if if nothing else, check out that particular episode because I think it went well, and that's the dumbest idea I've literally ever heard. <laughs> I like how you said, well, this whiskey was aged for ten years. Uh, uh, but maybe 30 minutes not long enough, so you're going to put it in your cup and age it for 30 minutes more? Right, right. <laughs> or are you supposed to put it in the day before and then have it for like a happy hour? You know, yeah. That was funny. funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys had a great chemistry, so uh, hope, I hope you do bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. No, Kevin's great, and and definitely while I'm here, we're talking about it. Check out cocktailenthusiast.com. It's a, it's a really great website. Kevin does an awesome job. He's the He is the editor yeah. and was my co-host. All right. So yeah. So and so you're involved with San Antonio Cocktail Conference. You're on the board, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the advisory board. Basically, for the past four years, I've been sort of helping them with social media stuff. Okay. And um, so this year, I've taken a massive step back, which is awesome. And uh, they're they're kind of taking it over, but we still chat, and they still you know I still advise them, and we strategize, and then they get to go do it instead of me. So right. it's awesome. There you go. <laughs> you were a drummer i think and you've, you've done all kind of you've been a professor I mean, yeah, never a bartender dude, it's it's literally i i i have been a bartender okay <laughs> i was a bartender however i was a bartender when i was 19 years old so it was a whole lot of bud light and a whole lot of glenn on the rocks <laughs> and that was about it every time somebody would ask for a drink i would kind of Every time, both times somebody asked for a drink that I didn't know how to make, I was it was basically like I can go get a book tomorrow and come back and make you one next time I see you. And they're like, yeah, forget it, just give me a Glenlivet on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. So very very brief time as a bartender, but yeah, I mean this as far as like as far as like a, a, an entry point to this industry, the way that uh, the way that we kind of came about it is I was talking to Kevin and um, he was like, hey man, I got this blog, cocktail enthusiast, I want to kind of make it better, and I kind of gave him all the standard answers of, uh, you know, post more and get on Twitter and be interactive. And it happened to be March and I happened to be watching basketball and it was, and I kind of said, Hey, why don't you make a cocktail bracket? Like just break it down and say, these are the best bartenders. And I say so, cause I'm a cocktail enthusiast. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm like, okay, if we do it, we should you know, go, go shoot a little video, kind of have some content for it. And th- I sort of said, "Hey, you know what? Let me give me a second on that." And it morphed into us shooting a full-on um, pilot called Cocktail Confidential. Uh, Jason Cosmos was the host, or Jason Cosmos was the the head judge. Patricia Richards from The Win in Las Vegas was another judge, and Kevin, of course, because you know it, he's my brother-in-law, yeah. and he <laughs> and, and it was kind of because of him that I came up with the idea. So. Um, and then my buddy Michael Yuri, who was on Ugly Betty at the time, he, heard, I, I told him about it, and he basically said, "Dude, I love that. That's awesome. Can so I host a cocktail can I, can competition I show?" Yes, it was basically the premise of it was this team goes into a city, they bring in the that city's best four bartenders while giving you a tour of the city, and then they do a cocktail competition, and then this person is the winner. This person is Dallas's best bartender, Chicago's okay. best bartender, uh-huh. and then you know, you know, we're. So we, we shoot the whole thing. It was awesome. And then we go out to the networks, and uh, we, God, we had 15, 20 meetings, and every single one of them was like, this is beautiful. We're not going to buy it. Yeah. It was, it, it, I mean, it, this was like, 
This was like six years ago, five okay. years ago. Uh-huh. And um, nobody wanted to touch alcohol. Off because it was booze. Yeah. Nobody wanted to yeah. touch booze. I mean, people were sort of starting to touch beer on a TV, on yeah. a TV aspect. Right. Nobody wanted to touch booze. Right. And um, literally, that is what got me into cocktails. I didn't know anything mm. before... Um, before like shooting this thing, meeting these amazing people and thinking, this is cool. Yeah. This is really cool. I need to figure out how to do more of this. I All like right. this industry. All right. So yeah, it was, it was a very weird entry point. And actually, if, if you want to see it, go to cocktailconfidential.tv. TV. Okay. I, I think the, the, the sizzle is still up there. All right. I'll so, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Check it sure. out. <laughs> you need to get that. I have no idea what that even is. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, it's like the hotel phone. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. Sorry about that. So, uh, so what was the website again? Uh, cocktailconfidential.tv. TV? All right. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's dot TV. Dot TV. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so it should still be up there. Check it out. It's fun. It's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I'll check that out. Uh, so now you do. You're heavily involved with uh, social media, and you you have a sort of a. Uh, would you call it a PR company? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's my company. My company is called Hypeworthy, and this is um, you know we've been around for about I don't know ten years or so, and um, it's a social media management company. And just because my interests were kind of steering towards the booze portion, you know, I kind of tried to steer that a little bit towards the booze portion. I got my master's in emerging media and communications from UTD and um, immediately afterwards started TAing, and then that turned into a to the professor, to the to the guest lecturer okay. position that uh, <laughs> that I had that I had at UTD for for a while, and it was just kind of it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, this is dumb. Why don't I have an agency? I'm just going to start something and uh-huh. and you know just kind of do social media stuff and and uh, consult where I can. That's you know that's that's where sort of the 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 premise of me helping out with the with the San Antonio Cocktail Conference and um, you know I've t- I, like we met at the Bar Institute where right. I was teaching social media yeah and um, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been fun. Um, you know, um, it's it's something that I'm kind of taking a step back from because I've got other projects that are in the spirits industry. Okay, but um, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's always going to be my base. If nothing else, man, I'm really good at the internet, and I'm really <laughs> happy about that. So right. you know, regardless of what I do in the future, I at least understand this thing, <laughs> and so. you can do it anywhere. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So so yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about that 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 um, talk you gave at Bar Institute. So you know, sort of um, uh, how to promote your personal brand for sure. bartenders, right? Sure, yeah. So what would be like your step number one? Oh, God. Step, <laughs> step number one is realize that you're being watched at all times. Yeah. I mean, everything that you do online, it's 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 viewable. I mean, right. yeah, there's privacy settings. Okay. Uh, step number one, understand that there are privacy settings and that you can fix some things and you can hide some things. But it, but that's not a uh, like a safe. I mean, that that's not no, like no, 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 a that's firewall. Not, that's not absolute. Uh, it, I no. mean, assume that even... Uh, assume it, that what you put online, somebody's going to see. Can see it. <laughs> exactly. Assume that the next time you walk out of that interview, they are literally on their phone typing your name into Google. Because they are, if yeah. they haven't done it before your interview. Yeah, so, absolutely. Probably it, before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So so step number one is realize that it's necessary. I mean, even if you hate it, and uh, there's, there's a lot of people who are just like, ah... I hate Facebook. I don't want to do blah, 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 blah. The thing is, man, if you're not on Facebook, you're also suspect because yeah, I'm like, why right. are you not on Facebook? What, what's yeah. the deal?
deal. Yeah, what's your story, man? <laughs> right. And so it's your, you especially need to be in on this there. world. Like the bartender world has like really yep. embraced it. Yep. And especially the brand ambassadors. Yeah, totally. You know who's so good at it? Trevor Schneider. Trevor's awesome. So good at it. Trevor's awesome. And I mean, he, he's he's the reason he's the reason that a lot of people love Reka. I yeah. mean, oh, dude, yeah. he's he's I, great. I know. Yeah. yeah. Really, really, really cool guy. But his, I mean, his social media is just spot on every yeah. time. Yeah, it's know? badass. It's <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Yeah, tr- follow him. Follow, yeah. follow Trevor because, if yes. If he'll approve you. <laughs> if, if he'll approve you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but besides Facebook, I mean, Twitter seems to be fading away, if you ask me. It seems it's, like it's going the way of MySpace. Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of dwindling. It's sort of, I don't know, when you have a bunch of... Uh, when you have a bunch of political hacks that take it over for devious purposes, that's a little <laughs> annoying. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't even want to go there now, and it's just a bunch of ads. But that that being said, anything out there, even even MySpace, e- anything out there, you can turn into a network that will benefit you. Right. You just have to, um, d- if that's the one that makes sense to you, do it. Right, because especially, man, I would say, I would say, especially if Twitter's kind of falling by the wayside, because it's not dis- it's not gone. Yeah, it's not going to disappear. But, but you know, and which means the people that are going to stay there are more dedicated to it. Therefore, if you are one of the bartenders on Twitter that will actually engage people and talk to talk to them about recipes and give them suggestions and that sort of thing, you're going to have a great network. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have actually, you might even have a more dedicated network. It might be better than Twitter's <laughs> falling by the wayside. There you go. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> but I like what you said. You're like, well, you know, whatever you pick, like, even if it's Snapchat or whatever, yep. just like own it and do it. Absolutely. You know? and, and that's the thing. You, you just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. And uh, it's working it, as far as like the actual facilitation of the thing, it's working it into a routine. And, yeah. you know, you just kind of make it something else that you do. Yeah. You, you cut limes, you. Post on Instagram. Just work you make it. Make a in. podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You make a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. You know about dedication. I, I Come feel on, like I'm man. Over dedicated to this thing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. How long are you down here? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm down here for uh, yeah five days. That's uh, that's dedication. Yeah, my man. I, you know, I like to give myself enough time. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, absolutely. it was it was cheaper to fly out Monday than Sunday. Anyway. Okay. Well, there you go. You know, that extra hotel night was more. More than paid for by you know nice. the savings in the hotel. Nice, awesome. But I'm meeting the coolest people. You know, every every conference you go to, it's like a little bit. It's 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 kind of slanted a little different way. Yes, you know, absolutely. This one seems to um, more than embrace the consumer. It's I mean, incredibly consumer driven. Yeah, incredibly. And and I mean that that is the the basically the the mission of the San Antonio Cocktail Conference is to serve the charity. And to um, and to enhance the cocktail culture in San Antonio, okay. and that all of that is absolutely about the consumer. They bring in great speakers, and you know we've got a good we've got a good seminar series. But the um, but the, the point of it is to introduce the people the the people of this city, the people of this region to more better cocktails, right. and you know kind of grow, help grow that culture. And so it is very, very consumer friendly. It's very, very consumer driven. That being said, there's such an awesome industry presence here. Yeah. And I mean, it's this, it's the same folks that you're going to, that you're going to see doing seminars anywhere. Yeah. Right at this moment, I think we're missing the Fred Minnick, uh, the, the, Fre- yeah. the Fred Minnick history of bourbon seminar. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, dude, like later I'm going to the, to hear Jason Cosmas and Simon Ford talk about 
martinis or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean they're all here, man, and yeah. it's 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 a really it's a really really cool thing because it helps it helps the industry just because. Uh, conferences are important because it gives everybody an opportunity to be in one place at one time and just kind of have conversations. And um, this one is great because it is so consumer driven and it's, you know, it's, it's unapologetically consumer driven. Right. This is not, you know, this is not Bar Institute. No. Because, you know, that's very specifically for training bartenders. Mm -hmm. And if a consumer walked into Bar Institute, they would be very confused They'd unless – yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're talking exactly. about. <laughs> exactly. This is, you know, this, this, is, this is Philip Green talking about um, all of the different kinds of drinks that, that Hemingway was a part of and he put in his stories. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's cool. And, you know, I, I actually didn't realize that coming into this. So, yeah. you know, I was like – why is he like explaining who Jerry Thomas is? You know, yeah, like <laughs> exactly. But, okay, cool. You know, and then uh, the uh, sort of giggling young ladies behind me. You know, it kind of all came together. Yeah, in that, yeah. In that moment, <laughs> what yeah. was going on? No, but, but it's cool. And but the um, but the bar tenders and the bar owners uh, uh, in the city, um, I could see why they embrace this conference so much because yeah. it just raises, you know, what's the expression? Raising tide raises all ships or whatever uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, high tide raises all ships. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, it, it really it really helps when your, when your conference is founded by Sasha Petrotsky. Yeah. That's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah. And so from the get-go, we've had whoever, I mean, kind of whoever we've wanted like I mean, the first the first year I wasn't around, but the first year, from my understanding, Sasha basically, he he just said we need to do this, and uh, don't worry, I'll I'll call all of my New York people and they'll come down. Yeah, and then they all came down and did a cocktail conference to I don't even know how many people attended, but it was let's start this. Yeah, and then the next year more people knew about it, and then the next year more people knew about it, and now you know we do it we do it in honor of him, which right. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I went to the uh, the. The toast. The other, yeah, it was, yeah, it was great. But what was what was Sasha's relationship? Uh, uh, was it Bohannon's that brought him yes. down here? Yes. Okay. He was he was a consultant for Bohannon's and yeah. the Bohannon's group. And basically, um, man, it when when you hire Sasha as a consultant, it's he he ain't gonna be there for a day. Yeah. Like, he was here yeah. for a while. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was it was a very extensive training. And um, he kind of fell in love with the city. Right. And right. he was like, you know, this is awesome. Like, I want to help. I want to make this better. I want to, you know. Get get you guys a reason to be on the map. So yeah. here we go. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's and awesome. Like you, you look. There's there's a lot of towns like San Francisco, Chicago, hell, even Dallas, like where I'm from. There's a lot of towns where the the spider web of knowledge is blurry. It is crystal clear here. <laughs> there is one it. point. It's <laughs> Sasha Petrotsky, <laughs> Bo Hannon's, and it goes from there. Right, right. Yeah, and you and you can see it in the in the bartenders' faces. There, I mean, you you, you can almost pick out a Sasha Petrusky yes. bartender, trained bartender yep. by looking at him in like five seconds. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And the daiquiris were fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they were. And they were are. $5 for some reason. Right, I, I right. And was I was about. told to drink it all at once, <laughs> but I did, and it was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I bought three, I bought three daiquiris, and it was $15. I'm like, for all of them? Yes. <laughs> like, no, I wanted to pay for all of them, not yeah. just mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing. It's a very affordable conference if you want to come down. Yeah. Although yeah. getting here is not that that's easy. True. That's it's, true. It's it's not that easy to get here. That's true. That, that's true. Austin Austin is also a very cool town, and yeah. it is. It's an hour and a half away. You can fly yeah. in there, rent a car, kind of yeah. kind of see a little uh, see a little Texas on your way down. Grab some barbecue. Yeah. Somebody actually, uh, Laura. You know, Laura Newman. Yes. She, yeah. she suggested that on Facebook that I 
<laughs> but it t- turned out to be just uh, I finally found a flight that made some sense right. to, to come straight in here. <laughs> right on. Out of Dallas, through Dallas. Yeah, that's but awesome. It was my first time in Texas, actually. Other oh, well. than way over at Dallas Texas. one time. <laughs> we, we tend to be friendly here. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and I walked into my room at the Best Western and I was like, wow, things really are bigger in Texas. This is like the biggest <laughs> hotel room I've ever been in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Although here, the, the fancy hotels are more what you'd expect uh, size-wise here. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> this is a gorgeous hotel. It it is, yeah. The St. Anthony is beautiful. Have you been to Hotel Emma? Oh, no, but somebody, Lord, yeah, holy I need to get over cow, there. that yeah. renovation. Yeah. Good night. Well, yeah. I, I, um, those guys from um, Jazz Texas, they're, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to talk to them tomorrow at their bar, okay. and, and uh, so I'll try to explore that area Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No, there's this, it's, it's really interesting because this is, um, there's a, I live in I live in Dallas and I live in a city where we uh, we tear down our history. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's mm-hmm. it's tear down, build a new building. Yeah. And San Antonio is not like that at all. Yeah. Like they they value um, they value the history. Like the 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 old old beautiful buildings haven't been torn down, and yeah. it's a really cool like it's it's and the almost old, ugly got, buildings haven't been torn and down. And the old ugly buildings <laughs> that's true that's true they haven't torn down anything. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's so it's so great. I mean, walking around walking around downtown San Antonio is um, it's really cool, and it doesn't nec- it doesn't feel like whatever your preconceived notion of San Antonio is. It's not that. Right. I promise you, yeah. it's not that. Just before we leave, we'll do, talk a little bit more about uh, social media for, sure. for bartenders because uh, I, th- I think it's so important. And uh, you know, even even if you're just bartending in a local uh, dive uh, local dive bar or something, you know. If, it's it's necessary, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but you know, you know what I find interesting, and I think you brought it up at the seminar is like, do you really want to be friends with your guests on Facebook? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, it it depends on how you're using it. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of um, look at. I mean, um, let me think of a decent example. Uh, look at Jonathan Wingo with Balvini. He's the national brand ambassador for for Balvini. He's got two accounts. Okay, and you know he's you like I'm on both of them, but you know he's got he's got his business account that this is if you if you would like to follow me and you know me from Balvini and you know that sort of thing follow this one this is where I talk about Balvini and then he's got his other one where you know he complains about his cat or whatever <laughs> and so um, you know uh, Winston um, Winston Edwards from uh, Balcones is doing the same thing and like he actually talked to me about it he was like hey what do you think like is this a good idea and yeah absolutely if if you feel more comfortable doing that. Have at it, right. you know, uh, and and uh, but I mean the fact of the matter is you you need it you need to do it yeah. and so understand either figure out how you want to approach your your entire life being on display or figure out how you're going to manage having an account that is just about connecting with everybody else mm-hmm. because the other thing is you you can't just start that and then not do it yeah which is sort of happens yeah way yeah. too often right right and it's kind of it's 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 unfortunate because now now you look like a total slacker because you won't friend me on this account and you don't post on that account and it's like <laughs> all right dude okay <laughs> and then uh so instagram seems to be really uh, yes. expanding rapidly yeah absolutely yeah. In- instagram is a instagram is an amazing uh is a in an amazing medium for this industry. Everything that we do is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, good yeah. night. Take a picture. Everything that we do, everything that everywhere that we go, every bar that we open, it's gorgeous. Like yeah. that's part of the show. Right. Sure. And so yeah, like photos are an incredible medium to um to promote what you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. I love Instagram. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I don't use it enough, like me personally, but 
you know. I'm yeah. Not... And I think I think somebody brought it up at that seminar. They're like, but I don't like to, you know, be on my phone when I'm in a bar because I want to, you know, it seems really? rude. And you yeah, to... yeah. Well, I... I'm so sorry. <laughs> it takes two minutes. Yeah. Good night. I mean, if you're really good at it, it takes yeah. 30 seconds. Right. So stop. That's such a bullshit response. Right, right. <laughs> that is not even. Uh, I guess I, guess I hate to be cares. on my phone. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Do you hate to go to the bathroom too? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, well, man, that, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. That's the ender. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to get to making seminar. <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, man. Oh man, thank you, pleasure. Nico. It was a pleasure. Yeah, indeed. All thank right, you do. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. That was fun. Stand by for our toast. We do a toast every week at the very end of the show. If you're going to Tales of the Cocktail, though, this year, please let me know. I'd love to share a cocktail with you. And please come to our seminar, Hot Mike Podcasting for Bartenders. And I'll be on the panel along with Souther Teague and Damon Bolte from the Speakeasy radio show slash podcast. And it's moderated by Kara Newman, who's an author, and she's been on our show before. Yeah, research for that martini article was just the worst, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> All right, I'll remind you, my name is Brian Vincent Weber. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Bartender Journey. If you like Twitter, uh, it's Barkeep Tips. I hope you're subscribed to the Bartender Journey podcast so that you'll get future episodes downloaded to your phone right away as soon as they're available. We have some cool stuff coming up on Bartender Journey. Well, hello. I am Rosie, <laughs> obviously. Um, I've been bartending for so many years, but also I am a burlesque performer. Oh, I meet the most interesting people. It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Here's our toast. Two days of ease and nights of pleasure. Cheers. We'll see you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. The night was full of familiar sights and sounds. The lighting of the corner gaslight. The gentle clip-clop of a horse-drawn carriage. And the friendliest sound of all, the music and laughter at the neighborhood beer garden.